Hello everyone and welcome back to another podcast. My name is Brexky, I'm your host, um, and today we're going to be talking about kind of how serious diabetes is, um, especially type 1 diabetes. It, and obviously people out there obviously know it is serious, but I don't think people actually know the specifics of what makes it so serious and why it can be so serious. I often say that you know, diabetes affects every single part of your life. And a lot of people might not understand how and understand why. They might think that, oh, it's your blood sugar and you're always needing to check it um, no matter what the situation is. But it goes a lot deeper than that. It actually goes as deep as, you know, the way your body functions in relation to your blood sugar. So I'm going to get right into it. Um, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy the podcast and here we go. So blood circulation is an essential function of the human body. Essentially, if you look at the digestive system, if you look at your nervous system, if you look at the, you know, your muscles, um, any kind of system that makes up your body, uh, there is always blood flow to the muscles, away from the muscles, to your brain, away from the brain, back and forth between the heart and whatever system that it is going to. Blood flow is everything. It basically forms kind of the key to how your organs will function in that system. So if your blood flow is, or your blood circulation is not ideal, then your organs will not perform ideally, like at their optimal level. And in relation to blood sugar, what ends up happening is, I think I mentioned this last podcast, was if a diabetic has a high blood sugar, it essentially in basic terms means that there is more sugar in their blood and the sugar slows down their blood circulation. Same thing, vice versa, um, if they have a low blood sugar, there is not enough sugar in their blood and their blood is kind of like if you were on blood thinners. Um... And this can really play a big role in how diabetics act and how diabetics feel throughout their life, throughout short periods of life in terms of days, and in terms of long periods of life in terms of years and decades. So let's take the brain for example. When blood flow is not optimal to the brain, it can result in a feeling of or an acting of kind of being drunk. I know that sounds really weird. How can you be drunk if you're not drinking alcohol, if you're not intoxicated? Well, essentially, bl- lack of blood flow to the brain or too much blood flow to the brain can result in, you know, skewed thinking. And essentially, like, all um, all the way, all your thinking goes out the window of like logic and normality and it's not that you don't understand the world around you just like when you are drunk you may realize that you are drunk or you may realize that you're at a party or you may realize that uh your friends who your friends are you real you are conscious enough to understand the world around you but when you go to think 
it is slowed down, it is skewed. When you go to therefore act after a thought, it might be skewed. It might not be regular to your normal actions. It will be irregular. And the same thing goes for all systems. It goes for the digestive system. And what this can cause is it can cause uh, diabetics to either have really high weight gain or even high weight loss. I know in my, uh, my makeup, I typically, even when I am normal, like normal blood sugar, I typically have a high metabolism and I'm very active and that makes it hard for me to gain weight. But when my blood sugar is irregular, it actually is easier for me to gain weight at times, but it is also even possible for me to lose more weight than I even think is imaginable. So it results in me having to eat a lot um, to maintain my weight. But other diabetics find it the opposite. Other diabetics find that taking insulin, trying to manage their blood sugar, and seeing how it can be so hard, it can put weight on very, very easily. Because this is basically because your digestive system is obviously responsible for, before, for digesting the food and uh, making sure you use the energy properly and where it's stored and things like that. Again, the same thing with all systems. With your muscles, for instance. I know for me, being an athlete, um, when my blood sugar is not good, I can feel it in my muscles. And I think a lot of type 1 diabetics can probably relate to this, even if you're not an athlete. I know that when you go really, really high, you can feel it in your muscles. You can feel almost like a weird cramping feeling all the time. And I know that for people who aren't athletes, who are just going throughout their normal day, this can make it actually hard to walk, hard to move within life, and hard to function. And if you are an athlete, you know, this can really hinder your performance. Try, it's like kind of trying to play through an injury. It hinders you and restricts you in the way that an injury would. The same thing goes for when there's too much uh, blood flow to you, when you blood flow to your muscles as well. Um, when you have a low blood sugar, the, blood, the muscles can't maintain the blood. And what ends up happening is the muscles feel very, very weak. And again, if you're an athlete, this can hinder your performance. And if you're a regular person, this is why it's common for some diabetics to collapse when they have low blood sugars. So the reason blood circulation is so important and blood flow is so important is obviously that it affects all the systems in our body. And every system is intertwined to each other as well. So not only does having a low blood sugar affect your muscles during a sport or a sporting event or work or something in your life, it also is affecting your nervous system and how you're thinking about it. It's also affecting how you digested the food before your uh, sporting event or after lunch uh, going back to work. So blood flow and blood circulation is something that goes very, is very misunderstood in terms of importance, as well as it's uh, very overlooked in terms of how it affects diabetics, as well as how it affects regular people. I know that people who have blood circulation problems as they get older, who aren't diabetic, 
run into these same problems of it affecting their entire body. Now, some of the side effects, you know, I've talked kind of some of the side effects in in a short-term daily kind of uh, time span, but some of the long-term side effects can be uh, really, really um, serious. You know, like, for instance, bad blood flow to your uh, extremities, your hands, your feet, often result in diabetics having to have some sort of amputation. And that sounds incredibly serious, which it is, but it's not necessarily caused directly from the blood sugar being up and down. It's actually caused from the blood circulation over time not being good enough and not being optimal to continue getting blood to your extremities. Another case is blood flow to your eyes. The same thing, if you are not have a good blood sugar consistently, your blood circulation, your blood flow often fades uh, over time. And what ends up happening is the blood flow to your eyes or even to your brain uh, becomes a little bit less or a little Another thing that uh, is a high risk in diabetics as they get older is heart attack and stroke. And the reason that is, is because a stroke typically is caused by maybe a clog in um, your veins or your arteries. And a lot of time in non-diabetics that could be caused by maybe high cholesterol or being overweight or things of that nature. Well, in diabetics, it's similar in the way that sugar slows down your blood circulation. If you have bad enough blood circulation over time, you can actually cause heart stroke because you're clogging your arteries and your veins with sugar. The same thing for a heart attack, where a heart attack, your heart is, you know, basically overbeating and having uh, irregular pulses and things like that, and really beating fast. Um, It could be caused by your blood uh, circulation not being at the right optimization. It could be that you have too low of blood sugar or sugar in your blood and that the blood isn't staying in your heart. It's just flowing in and out too quickly. Now, why does this matter? Obviously, it matters because these are serious, serious things to consider. But actually, what you don't realize is that regardless of whether you are losing your eyesight or not losing your eyesight, if you're having a higher risk of heart attack or not, whether you have to get amputations or not, regardless of what is going on, the more irregular your blood sugar is and the more out of range it is, the shorter your life becomes. And I know that is something that might hit hard for a lot of you, but that is a fact that the sh- the more you have irregular blood sugars, the shorter your life becomes. Why does this happen? Typically, it happens because of blood circulation. Now, what an easy way to show you how this shortens your life, which I have a video on it um, on my TikTok, if you want to go check that out. Um, it's just Bretsky on TikTok. Um, is an easy way to do this 
is simply grab a piece of string or it doesn't have to be string, it could be a shoelace, it could be anything kind of like that. It just needs to be a certain length and it needs to be able to be maneuvered. You could probably even do this with a pipe cleaner. So what you want to do is you wanna lay down the shoelace or the string on a table. You wanna straighten it out horizontally from left to right. What this represents is this represents your life, your life timeline. On the left side, at one point, you have your age zero, and at the right side, you have whatever age you will die at. Let's say it's 100, just for number's sake. And the level at which it's at, right now it should be straight and horizontal, the level at which it's at represents your blood sugar. So, if it's at a normal range, and generally it's pretty straight, you know, you'll go from zero to 100. Let's say we make the blood sugar really high at one point. If you take in the middle of your string and you move that part of the string up to where the blood sugar is no longer in normal range, it would be high, you can see that the string, where it would have gone from zero to 100, it no longer is that length. It is becomes a lot shorter. And this is kind of how our life works with blood sugar. The higher your blood sugar or the lower your blood sugar, the more variable you have, the more ups and downs you put into that life, that span between your shoelaces or the, your shoelace or string, the shorter your life becomes. And now this, if you've seen this before or you've heard of this before, you're probably not surprised. Me reminding you of it might you know, not make you feel too good. But if you haven't heard of this before, this might be eye-opening because we don't really understand. It's common for humans not to understand the effects that what our present self is doing and how it's going to affect our future self. And the reason we don't really understand that is because we don't under comprehend it until we get there. We'll get there 20 years from now and we will need to get our foot amputated. And we will say to ourselves, damn, I should have just paid more attention to my blood sugar. I should have taken care of it more. And now this is something that is a, is a fact of life, but I, along with you, and along with everyone else who is in your life and loves you, does not want you to have to go through that, does not want you to have these complications down the road. This is why having a kind of this diagram of a shoelace or a piece of string or a pipe cleaner and understanding this concept can help you. It, it, it can be very scary and it can be very daunting and it can make you feel sad. It can make you feel frustrated that you have diabetes. But understanding it and having this knowledge actually is a benefit. It's a benefit to you over the people who don't have this knowledge, who are diabetics, but it's also a benefit to you because if you look outside of the diabetes and you start considering how this might affect real pe like normal people who don't have diabetes, and if you're a normal person who doesn't have diabetes, you should be listening to this too and understanding this. The decisions that we make today dictate how we will be in the future. That is true with 
our finances, that is true with our career and our jobs, that is true most importantly with our health and our relationships. And if you are diabetic, this might kick you into gear for really taking care of your blood sugar. If you're not diabetic, you might look at yourself and realize, you know what? I'm not eating right. I'm not really exercising too much. I'm not taking care of myself. And what you need to do is you need to start making changes. And this is where things can get really daunting and really frustrating. If you need to make changes to your lifestyle, do not pressure yourself and do not expect change instantly. I want you to work on your blood sugar as a diabetic. I'm going to work on my blood sugar as well. I'm always working on my blood sugar, getting it as, as tight a spread as I can in the normal range. The thing is, is that it has taken me years to understand this concept and to apply it and to really focus on my blood sugar. It does not happen overnight. Habits are not made in two or three days. Habits are made over the course of months and years. So there is no pressure for you to get it right every single time. There's no pressure for you to uh, perfect it. What there is, though, is there's an opportunity related to time. Right now, currently, you have the time ahead of yourself to make sure that these complications don't happen. And if you don't take advantage of that opportunity, no doubt down the road you will have these complications. And the back end of your life will be full of these complications and full of resentment and frustration. And you will not be enjoying the second half of your life, which is where retirement happens, by the way, where you're supposed to enjoy not working. You don't want to spend your retirement going in and out of a hospital because you need amputations because you are going legally blind, because you are gaining weight, and so on and so forth. You want to be living healthy, and that is hard, hard, hard thing to do as a diabetic. But there's many of us in the world, and it's only increasing. And the thing is, is that no matter what you do, you can reach out, to other diabetics, to other groups that per give you a positive mentality, a positive message. And that's something that I think everyone should do. Everyone should have a little group where they motivate you to deal with your problems and that they can be there for you, a support group, if you will. I'm working on getting a support group, and you should be too. And anyways, I'm going to end it there. This has been another podcast, Bretsky's Audio uh, Show. Follow me on TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram if you want to. I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed listening and peace.